I'm coming in hot. Welcome to Living Off the Land, the All Things Cleveland podcast, with your hosts, Jordan, Jimmy, and Dan. Follow us on social media at the LOTL podcast. Yeah, coming in hot. Coming in hot. Just like the fajita. Like the fajita. I write what I live. Write what I live. My life in the speaker. I'm nice with the flow. Nice with the Just like the demeanor. All right, welcome back. Welcome into LOTL episode 67, coming to you from Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, me saying Cleveland, Ohio has a little bit of, of uh, relevance today, as uh, we have a special interview to uh, bring to you guys tonight, and uh, we'll get into that in a little bit. But uh, I'm Dan. I'm here with Jordan. Uh, Jimmy is not here tonight. Uh, he's in Kent. Uh, working hard, cleaning apartments, and doing that sort of stuff. So, shout out Jimmy down in Kent. Uh, miss you, and we'll see you when we see you, I guess. So, as motorcycles like to drive up and down the street outside my apartment, I'm sure you guys heard that. Uh, like I said, with Jordan. Jordan, what's going on, man? How are you? I'm doing good. I really am. It's been a rough week. Um, I'll be real brief with this, but... Uh my grandma passed this week, and so it's uh, it's been a rough week. But, you know, there's a lot of – it was a beautiful – we had a lot of beautiful memories about her at the funeral. And um, I bring that up just because I like to be honest with everyone. I don't want to be pretending like everything's going so great. But I'm really blessed, and she had a beautiful life. And um, other than that, you know, things things are, are looking up. Uh, just just want to have a good time this weekend, that's for sure. Okay. Yeah, um, you know, we've talked about, I don't want to get into this on the episode, but oh, we've yeah, talked about yeah. everything, so. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah. So, thoughts to Jordan, prayers to Jordan and his family and, and all that. Like I said, I went through this last year, so yep. I know exactly what, what's going on. But All right, uh, let's bring it back up here. Um, just talk about real quick, uh, like we said, uh, we are the All Things Cleveland Podcast. Follow us on social media at the LOTL Podcast. Uh, you can check out our website, lotlpodcast.com. And, uh, yeah, just keep listening to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. We appreciate it. Give us a like. Give us a listen. Give us a follow. Give us a rating, a review, all that good stuff. And we appreciate your guys' interactions as always. Uh, we uh, got a little bit of a hodgepodge tonight as far as the beer of the week goes. Jordan, what are we sipping on here tonight? Yeah, so... Is a, like I said, it's been a different week for some for all of us, and we didn't really have time to. <laughs> I totally, I'll be honest, I forgot. Oh, uh, I did too. Yeah, so we are just sipping on some reruns. So one that we did earlier was Uber ASAP remix. <laughs> one that we 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 drank earlier was Uber ASAP by uh, Saucy. We featured it before. It's a very good beer. It's a very good local beer. Very it's easily. A, is that that's the hazy or is that the, the blood orange and vanilla IPA? My bad. It's not the blood. It's, it's not the hazy. But it's a very easily drinkable IPA. Yeah. The other thing I'm trying right now is we featured this I think two weeks ago or maybe a week ago is Strange Magic. Two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. By Fatheads. Um, excellent, excellent IPA as well. It's one of their. Well, it's not necessarily new. I don't think. But yeah, it's new. It is. Yeah, it is new, right? Yeah. It's only a couple yeah. months. Yeah. My bad. It is. It is one of their newer ones. Um. But it's very drinkable. It's kind of more on the trend of the the easy drinking IPAs, which if you've noticed, a lot of breweries are shying away from the old bitter IPAs, and they're they're making a lot more, a lot more uh, easy to sip. So yeah, awesome. Thanks, Jordan. Yeah, yes, really sir. good, really good stuff. Um, shout out to Fatheads and Saucy. Check them out. Check these beers out. Uh, you can get them anywhere, really. Um, I think, especially the Strange Magic. Oh yeah, you'll you'll see that. Uh, the Uber ASAP. You might have to go to your local. And, and, and if worse comes store. to worse, you can always go to Giant Eagle. They will have yeah. these beers. So, all right. So, uh, like we said, we've got a uh, very special uh, interview coming up. But before that, we just kind of want to do a couple of the things that we usually do on our episodes. It's not going to be a full episode today, as we said. We got that uh, interview coming up, uh, but we do want to get into a top five this week, and we want to talk about our poll. Our poll of the week being Browns related since uh, today is day one of Browns training camp officially opening. They had practice this morning. Uh, and then the top five, which we're going to get into right now, is top five things that we like to grill. So we're talking food items. I'm not talking about just anything. 
Uh, <laughs> it is grilling season. It's summer's in full swing. And, uh, yeah, so let's just get into it. Jordan, you want to go ahead and... Uh, yeah, I'll go first. So uh, I'm a big grilling fan. I've, be, I've become more so in the last few years. Uh, my top five favorite things to grill. Uh, number five would be shrimp. Um, I honestly didn't even know you could grill shrimp. I thought they just would fall through the grates, but then I put oh, two yeah. and two together and realized that you could put them on skewers and yeah. or a lot of grates are not that big, so they won't even actually slip through. So um, I have my own little marinade I do for shrimp. It's a it's just a lemon oil, like a lemon pepper oil, garlic lemonade. Uh, lemonade, wow. <laughs> wow. It's been a long week. Marinade. Um, and I've gotten a lot of good reviews on it in the last few months, so it's kind of my my go-to. And I love I love doing shrimp on the grill. It's especially when you get little little sear marks on them. Uh, kebabs, any type of kebab, but you know chicken and, and beef especially. Lamb, I've, I've done lamb as well. Those are always fun. They're easy to eat. You can pick a bunch of cool vegetables to put in between the in, in between the meat and it's almost like your part Lebanese or something yeah exactly yeah yeah who would have thought who would have thought uh, it's very rare that people don't like a kebab so oh, yeah that's a great that's a great uh, option chicken thighs marinated uh, the the boneless chicken thighs is my favorite thing to grill for chicken I do kind of like a lime chipotle lime marinade for these they're great if you want to make taco meat, like just chick grilled chicken taco meat, or they're great just to eat as a like just a main entree. Um, especially if you do charcoal and smoke them a bit, real tasty. Number two is burgers. I've always liked to make my own burgers. Sometimes I buy them pre-made, but uh, I'm not talking about the frozen burgers. I'm talking about like a nice, you know, nice ground meat blend that you either make yourself or you buy at the store. Can't go wrong with a good burger. And number one is steak. I don't do this a lot because I don't have a ton of money. Hmm. But the times I have done steak, boy, is it fun to do. You like kind of you, you Google the cut, see what the best way to do it, how the best way to grill it is, and, and you just try your best. I'm not really good at it yet, but I'm enjoy, I've enjoyed the times I have grilled steak, and I look forward to uh, grilling up different types of uh, steak in the future. So. Those are awesome. my top five. Yeah, so for me, for real quick, I, I'm going to include smoking uh, oh, in, in this point. as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, because I've gotten into smoking uh, the the last uh, few years. And no, Mom, I'm not talking about smoking <laughs> cigarettes or the weed. I'm talking about the reefer. Uh, smoking meats on a grill. Uh, so uh, I don't really have a particular order to mine, so I'm just going to like say five. Yeah, that's um, fine. Like you said, your number one is steak. Mm -hmm. um, specifically for me, my favorite cut of steak to either uh, to grill basically is a uh, ribeye. Oh, I love bo ribeye bone in ribeye. It's absolutely incredible. Uh, you know, when it's the winter time and you have to cook it inside, uh, it's not to me. It, it's almost as good, but you know, you sear it in a pan and then you you know you bake it in the oven, and then right. you baste it. Uh, but out on the grill, you get some. You, you don't need a lot, but you get some seasonings on it, and just sear it on the grill. Especially if you got charcoal too, you can get that extra absolutely. smoke. That extra yeah, absolutely. smoke flavor. Uh, it's fantastic. So ribeye is my favorite cut of steak to uh, to grill. Um, I love grilling uh, chicken drums. Oh yeah. So drumsticks on a chicken. Um, that's probably my favorite chicken to grill i i love the taste of chicken thighs i just i don't necessarily like grilling them because they're like weird because they're they are definitely like weird. especially the boneless ones because they open up and like yeah. it's just weird thing to grill for me um i do love grilling shrimp as well uh like you said it's it's for me shrimp because it's simple obviously if you have a shellfish shellfish allergy that doesn't apply to you because it doesn't matter because you can't eat them but uh it's just so simple uh, just to marinate them and put them on the grill and they cook fast oh yeah too. especially if you got a hot grill i mean really it's shrimp so yeah it doesn't really need to be cooked to a certain temperature or but something you like that need to change color basically yeah basically <laughs> they just need to be white yeah um and then uh how many was that? I think it was three. Yeah, I think you're at three right this now. This is going to be really interesting and really um, 
simple, but it just brings me back to my childhood. It's just grilling hot dogs. Oh, it's just okay. a childhood yeah. thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And not like I don't like hot dogs burnt. So there's a little bit of an art to it. So uh, you know, you don't just throw hot dogs on the grill until they're black. I like to get really good hot dogs that kind of blister at the end when you know Ooh, that they're done. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like almost like those Chicago style with that casing, like that bite on it. Yeah, the, the pop or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I love doing that. And then um, for smoking, probably my favorite thing to do is to smoke uh, ribs. Yeah, can't go wrong um, with that. That's the first thing I learned how to do when I got into uh, smoking is uh, smoking ribs. I like to think I do a very good job smoking ribs, and I enjoy it. So, and, yeah. I, and and what's interesting is we brought this topic up as a top five and you actually brought him up to me. I've been watching those how to barbecue right uh, videos. Like, Malcolm Reed. Like shout out. Popping them like they're Skittles. I mean, if just you are interested in anything grilling or, or smoking or barbecuing, check out Malcolm Reed on YouTube. Malcolm Reed, his, his site is called how to BBQ. It's right. Yeah. Right. Um, oh my word! You will have so much fun getting lost in the rabbit hole that is oh, his gosh. videos. He's such a such a charismatic dude. He just naturally yep. gets you. In. He's so excited about every every food he 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 does, and he has everything. It, don't don't just think it's just ribs and like and brisket. Like it's it's everything. Any type right. of cut of meat, I guarantee you, he's done it, and he will show you how to do it really cool. Yeah, so there's our top five uh, of this week. Like you said, this is kind of something we threw together this week because we've got the uh, the interview we're going to get to. Uh, and now we've got the poll of the week, which we're going to go to go through real quickly. Um, so our poll this week was simple. Today is the official opening of Brown season, Brown's training camp, day one. So we kind of held off in the off season because we don't want to. We didn't want to get too ahead of ourselves, but. Uh, we wanted to know, will the Browns make the playoffs this year? So we wanted to know the, the fans' thoughts. So how, how did uh, – let's just go right into it. How did how did the uh, results turn out? Did you want to do our, our guesses first or uh, – Yeah, I guess we could do that. Yeah, you go first. So I think they are going to make the playoffs. Uh, you know, typical Browns, Homer, me, you know, whatever. But, uh, man, I just – there's been so much uh, – so much built up going into the season about uh, you know where the Browns are going and the talent that they've assembled on the squad this year that it's just so hard for me to see them not making the playoffs. I mean, granted, they stay healthy. I mean, that's the that's the number one thing. I mean, obviously, Baker Mayfield gets hurt. And that's that's true. You know, that's, that's true of every NFL team, right, though. Right. Like, look at. Uh, Look at what happened with um, who was the team last year lost their quarterback. Why can't I remember this? Uh, were they contenders? Yeah. Why can't it wasn't Kansas City, right? No, no, because he was good. Mahomes was there the whole time. Anyway, uh, now I know what you mean though. When, yeah. when well, you well, lose the, a, you the lose 49ers a are one example, but that's not right. the one I was right. I was right. thinking of. Um, but the 49ers were a, were a trendy pick last year, very similar to the Browns mm-hmm. this year. Yeah, and then uh, Jimmy Garoppolo gets hurt, and uh, they go down the toilet. So, um, man, I can't remember who who it was. I don't know, but anyway, um, yeah, it's just oh, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, Green Bay. yeah. Oh my word. Yeah, he got yeah. hurt, and yeah. they completely I tanked. About that. Yeah, no, they can't do anything. With but them. that you know, that's Aaron Rodgers. But that's who we aspire Baker Mayfield to be like is to be one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Maybe not this year, you know. But that's his career trajectory, hopefully. So this is bar. This is with the caveat that the Browns stay healthy. Um, so I think they do make the playoffs. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think they're. I. I really, based off of seeing the team they had last year square up against the other opponents in their division, and then you know adding in the new players they've gotten since, and just a change of attitude, I I really don't see how they couldn't. I, I, that's a little that's a little dramatic, but I, I think they're going to win the division. And I think they're going to make the playoffs. At worst, I think they'll make the wild card. Wow! Not only not only make the playoffs, you got them winning the. division. I think they're going to win the division. I really do. I, I, 
It's gonna. The tide is gonna turn sometime. Uh, I know. And, and and I you know maybe this is part of me is saying this because I just have no faith in the Texans this year. So I just kind of want to like, yeah, put my faith somewhere in some team, and and root for and hope that they you know some city enjoys that. But I I don't. I really think this this could be a year where they at least make the playoffs. I don't know what they'll do in the playoffs, but I think they'll at least make the playoffs. Yeah. All right, so what were the results of the poll? What, so did, the peop- what did the people think? Very, very similar. And, man, do I ever wish we could get a national poll somehow. But I'm sure we could find one. But um, Twitter said 74% said yes. 26% said no. And Facebook was 70% yes, 30% no. So hmm. very similar. Very similar results. Yeah. That's about what, you know, it's about what I thought. I mean, the Browns yeah. have been the talk of the NFL this year. And obviously, the majority of our uh, listeners and people who vote on our polls mm-hmm. are from Cleveland, right, so right. the homerism is there. Obviously. Oh, 100. Um, so, uh, but that that that's about where I where I thought it would be. There's still some doubters that think you know the Browns are still the Browns no matter what they do, so they'll screw it up. So, um, but I, I think I think it's a uh, it's a dawning of a new age, and I think we saw that in the second half of last season. So yeah, that that's. Uh, that's our poll this week. It's about the Browns. Day one of training camp started uh, today. Practice was this morning. And uh, that leads us into uh, our interview with our special guest, Mr. Paul Brown from over in London, England. Uh, Paul was nice enough to come on with us. And uh, we talk about uh, why he became a Browns fan, uh, the many times he's been to Cleveland, his favorite bars in Cleveland so far that he's visited. Um, a little rivalry that might be budding between him and Jordan because of uh, their favorite <laughs> English soccer teams. Yep. Um, we also get into you know where where Paul would love to live if he if he ever moved to Cleveland, and uh, you know we kind of talk about uh, his thoughts for the Browns season upcoming, and uh, where we go from there. So without further ado, let's uh, let's get into it. So this is our interview with Paul Brown uh, from London, England. The uh, host of the Paul Brown podcast. In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Hi, I'm a very unique Cleveland Browns fan. I'm based in London, UK, and my name is Paul Brown. I love to create and post social media videos about three things. Obviously, the Browns, travel, and food. I'm actually not a bad chef. I co-host the first ever International Brown Show, and I often get asked, why am I a Browns fan? Well, it's quite simple. My name is Paul Brown, so there's only one team for me. The future's bright, the future's browns. All I need from you guys is help on my catching skills. Alright, right now we are joined by a very special guest uh, over in London, England. Mr. Paul Brown is here joining us on the show tonight. Paul, how are you, sir? I'm very well, thanks guys. Thanks very much for your time. Yeah, thanks absolutely, uh, absolutely for coming on. Uh, we've been trying to to get this together for a few weeks now and uh really excited um especially on a day like today because uh it's day one of training camp so i know i've been sorry go ahead i'm super excited about day one of the training camp yeah i I, i'm sure you've been following along saw obj's uh incredible catches today and um just like the excitement that's going on uh around uh cleveland for the season I've been counting down the days. Yes, it's, it's awesome. Uh, I think we only saw three of his uh, catches, but I think the one way for Baker threw it to him, he got a touchdown on one. And then the the other time when um, he jumped ahead of himself slightly and caught it, that was very impressive. Yeah, absolutely, for sure. Um, so what we kind of want to do first, uh, Paul, is we kind of want to talk to you uh, a little bit about uh, how you got into following the Browns and uh, just kind of your experiences uh, visiting Cleveland. I know you've just just from following you on social media, you visited Cleveland several times last year alone, 
and uh, just kind of want to get your experiences and uh, uh, maybe ask you, you know, some future trips you have planned this year. I know you said you're coming to a couple more games this year and uh, just to see what you have planned and uh, maybe some new places around Cleveland that you want to check out. So uh, I'm going to hand it off to Jordan here and he's going to ask you some, some questions about that. Uh, yeah. All right. So uh, we're real curious over here, you know, how someone from London uh, got into the Browns of all teams. Uh, I hear a lot of people who are big fans of the Patriots and stuff overseas, but not a lot of people overseas I hear of are a fan of the Browns. So maybe if you want to just get into what sparked your interest and your passion for them. Well, Jordan, things are changing, mate, with the world's team now. And That's just, right. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Team. That's right. That is that is true. So, um, yeah, it all started about 15 years ago. Um, one of my mates went over to America on holiday and I asked him to get me some T-shirts. And he came back with some Browns uh, branded T-shirts. So um, I've been repping for the Browns for about 15 years. And then probably about five years ago, I realized I had to make a bit more effort and actually understand how the game worked. Uh, there were some guys in the office doing a um, fancy football league. So I, kn- I had to know what the Browns players were. So yeah. I decided to go out and learn the roster, learn about the team, learn about the history. And yeah, over the last five years, I've kind of really super fallen in love with the Browns. Started up doing a podcast daily, doing short videos and... Uh, yeah, just enjoy uh, everything about the Cleveland Browns. That's great. When was the first time you came to Cleveland uh, to see them in person? Uh, 2016 against the Jets. And uh, I actually bought my dog that year from Mansfield. Oh, um, okay. Oh, really? Wow, okay. Yeah. So um, with work, I've got an office out in Detroit. And uh, my brother's on a bit of a crazy one just split up with his fiance and bought a um, Bernese poodle dog type oh, thing wow. so uh, wow. mountain dog stroke poodle and the only place where you get them in stock was Dansfield in Ohio oh wow okay so you, it was a, so you came for two reasons but how was, uh, how was that first experience for you when you walked in the stadium and got to be surrounded by uh, all the crazy Browns fans yeah really good and um, I'll be really honest with you I didn't really understand what was going on at the time gotcha. I just wanted yeah. to soak it all up yeah uh, I thought I thought the game was quite long four quarters and uh, right. but um, the next the next game I went to was uh, in Twickenham uh, oh. Browns versus That's right. the Vikings in 2017 yeah and then last year I came I think to three games and uh, this year I've got planned coming over to eight games oh wow Oh wow! So, uh, when you say eight games, uh, are you talking about like every home game in Cleveland? Are you going to some road games? No. So at the moment, it's um, I've booked flights for three home games and five away games. So, okay. in between uh, the Steelers and the Bills, I'll stay in Ohio for four or five days. But I'm going to come to the Titans game as well. Oh, awesome. home opener! Nice. That's great. <coughs> Um, all right, let's, uh, we want to know too, I know our time is short, so let's get to a couple other questions. Uh, do you have a f- of time here, no worries. Uh, I'm also coming out to the, um, Steelers, Arizona, Cardinals, Broncos, Jets, and oh. Pats, and maybe Bengals. Oh, wow. All away. Speaking of the Steelers, I know you're a true Browns fan because I watched one of your YouTube videos where, uh, you were trying to buy three things for 10 pounds. And you went into uh, one of the stores and you saw a Steelers hat and you threw it on the ground. Yeah, what else am I gonna do with it? Well, Sell I mean, fire? you could do, you could do a, a number of things. Here. You could wipe your rear end with it. You could, yeah. yeah, no, nobody likes the Steelers over here. That's for sure. No, I'm really excited to go to. Um their stadium and uh, wear my Browns gear and see what happens. That now I will say that's a crazy atmosphere over there at at the Steelers. I mean the it's you'll see it's it's a lot of the Browns fans make fun of the Steelers fans a lot. They're a they're a rowdy bunch, but like in a not in so much a cool way sometimes. But uh, <laughs> I'm sure he knows. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you think do you think I'll be safe going to the stadium? 
Oh yeah. Yeah, I think so. a lot of people. A lot of people it's, go. Everybody. Um, a lot of people talk a big game over here, but it's not like uh, it's not as rabid and crazy yeah. as uh, like the English Premier League or different European soccer leagues. Like I, I'm I'm half Italian, so I follow Serie A in Italy, and my favorite team's AC Milan, and. Uh, there's nobody that's lighting road flares in the crowd or throwing <laughs> road flares onto the field or stuff like that. The game... Let's, let's get it going. Let's buy some orange flares. And, right. uh, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I, I tell you what, that you just as long as you like are you know not trying to instigate people, you should be fine. There's a lot of fights at NFL games, but they tend to be more localized because they don't separate fans, at, as I'm sure you know, at in uh, American football games. Um, so that can be a problem at times. But you'll be fine. A lot of Cleveland fans go to the Steelers games away and, and vice versa. So, If I was a... If, I, if it wasn't America where they can sue you for anything, <laughs> I would definitely think about lighting up an orange flare in the stadium. But I don't know I'm, if I've I'm ever seen it in a stadium. Not here. No. Yeah, they're real weird about fire in, in the U.S. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm just going to get... I'm just going to get blacklisted not to come back to America, so I am on my best right <laughs> Oh, man, that's uh, great. So, so are you going to go to uh, any of the NFL games that are going to be held at the new Tottenham Stadium, since you're such a Chelsea fan? <laughs> Yeah, it's a bit interesting. The um, the Chelsea fans, I don't think if they're going to go to an NFL NFL game, they're not going to call it um, Tottenham Hotspurs. They're yeah. going to call it, I think, whatever it's called, the yeah, yeah, the London NFL Stadium yeah, or something. Yeah. So um, yeah, un- understandable. <laughs> yeah, so um, I'm I'm only in the country actually for one weekend of the th- of the four, and okay. so I will definitely tailgate. Before the Tottenham game, oh, yeah. uh, before the, um, the opener, they, no, the before NFL the game. Raiders and the oh, okay. Bears, I think it is. Okay. Okay. Yeah, what's your what's your views, guys, on the games over here in the UK? Uh, well, I know just um, obviously it, it starts a little early, so uh, usually the games start at like eight or nine over here. They they start at like one or two over there. Yeah. So it's a real early start. Um, I know when the Browns played uh, there, like you said, you were there in 2017. I was actually I was actually pretty impressed at um, how enthusiastic fans were about American football over there. I'm I'm all about it. Um, I'm not a huge NFL fan personally, but I am such a I have become such a big and I, I, I've been I've become such a big Premier League fan that I understand, I think it's really cool because I, I, I don't like being looked down upon by other English fans. You know, that, you know there's that rivalry sometimes, but um, I appreciate when English uh, people uh, support the American fan base for the Premier League. So in the same way, I'm all about supporting the English fans uh, for the NFL. Um, I think it's great, and I think it's I think it's really cool to see both leagues are growing in, in each opposing in op, each opposite country, and uh, I think it's a great thing. And if, if they have fun over there, you know, I I'm I'm sure a lot of fans are okay with a game or two being uh, taking place in London or somewhere in England. So yeah, a lot of the um, I understand this. I'm not stupid or fickle or naive. Is that um, a lot of the Cleveland Browns will look. A lot of the Cleveland fans will be like, "We don't want to give up one of our home games to go to London," yeah. which which makes sense, you know. Like, if I'm a Chelsea fan and in the football, in the soccer, we've got I think 19 or 18 games at home. You've mm-hmm. only got eight games at home. Yeah, right. So giving up, giving up one of the eight means you've only got seven. Right. Uh, and I believe it's the same price season ticket. So, yep. of course, you're going to be like, why the hell are we being told we've got to go to London and pay loads of money to go and watch our team play? So I do I do understand that. Right. But from a um, from an international point of fan, I actually do prefer watching the games in America to England. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I think the same can be said about yeah. uh, watching uh, you know European soccer teams here rather than uh, overseas, uh, over where you guys are at, or even like, like I said, I'm Italian. So like in Italy, um, you know, I, I watched AC Milan play Manchester city in a, 
one of those summer exhibition international champions cup uh matches actually in pittsburgh it's funny you say you're going to heinz field this year uh i went over there to watch that game and it's just i i can't imagine it's the same i mean the stadium was only half full i mean i know it was an exhibition game it wasn't like a epl game or something like that but uh it, it was uh it's definitely not the same as your homegrown game uh, in your in your own country, for sure. Yeah, exactly. And uh, each each uh, sport's got their own traditions, and it's hard to re- move them traditions to uh, a different location, especially right. a different country. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, Paul, I gotta ask: Are Jaeger bombs your drink of choice at any bar or pub that you go to? Actually, not really, but. Um, <laughs> They're good fun if you're with friends and you want to get drunk quite quickly. Oh, so, yeah. Um, <laughs> yep. Well, jo- Jordan here is very fond of the Jaeger bomb. Big fan. How many Jaeger bombs can you drink in an oh, hour, Jordan? Man, I think the most I've ever done in an hour is probably four or five. But Yeah, okay, that's the same as me. Yeah, I, I, I think can't go much more. Five, any, any, yeah, I think farther than that, and you're not even going to remember what happened. So. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, one of the reasons why I asked that was I kind of wanted to transition into uh, just talking about your experiences in Cleveland. You know, where's you know where's your favorite uh, bar that you've been to in Cleveland so far in your trips over? Good question. So obviously I like uh, tailgating at the Muni lot. Right. Um, I've been to quite a lot of bars in um, in Cleveland, so. I've done to the top of the Hilton Bar, Sky Bar, is it? Oh, yeah. Or, okay, yeah. 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 So I've done that. I've done, is it Barley House? Yep. Barley Mo. It's a big brown. Yep. Brown West Sixth. Yeah. There's there's yeah. always a pretty big tailgate at uh, Barley House before the games. I seem to end up in Map Room quite a lot. Okay. Oh, Map Room's yeah, actually yeah. a really cool bar. Yeah, that's a good bar. And then, I think I've done quite a lot of the bars around. The baseball, so yeah, so like East like, East Fourth Street, yep, uh, corner like alley, the, uh, alley, the one on the corner, right? I've been to, yeah, um, Buffalo Wild Wings. I know you guys won't like uh, me saying this, but it's one of my guilty pleasures when I'm in the uh. states. <laughs> That's yeah. Right. Have That's you been right. Have you been to Winking Lizard? That's the local version of Buffalo Wild Wings. I don't think so. No. Next time you're here, you should give it a you should give it a, a try. It's it's basically the local Cleveland you know franchise. Uh, it's it's a local bar and and they're the same concept of Buffalo Wild Wings except we like to go there because we want to support the Cleveland. Yeah, it's actually owners. it's actually uh, right down the street from Buffalo Wild Wings, right over there by the uh, Progressive Field and the basketball arena. Rocket. I uh, think I've never been in it. Do they have live music there during games? Uh, sometimes, oh, yeah. I think you might be thinking of the Thirsty Parrot. Um, oh, Thirsty uh, yeah. Parrot, yeah. 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 Uh, anyway, yeah. no, I just... I'm, I'm learning all the time, so... Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Honestly, you, you you know... I Man, I don't know if I've met many people, international people, who know so... Who have been to so many places in Cleveland, so you're... You've, you've done very well for... As, as many times as you've been here. I mean, so. he's basically a Clevelander now. He's been yeah, here so many that's times. that's right. He's, <laughs> huge, huge Browns fan, which you know, that that makes I think you honorary. Swim in uh, Edgewater Beach, then I'm a local. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> even I don't swim in Edgewater Beach, so why yeah. not? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> oh, um, that's great. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we would. I mean, we'd love to next time uh, you're in Cleveland. You said you're coming in for the home opener. Yeah, I'm gonna go to. Um, I hope. I hope. I can't even say it now. I'm not even drunk. Uh, I hired a higher state game before, so uh, oh, okay. on the Saturday. Nice. But I'm, I'm going to be around Friday night for some drinks, maybe do something for charity or something. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, that's actually uh, kind of where I wanted to pivot next uh, before we before we got to let you go is uh, your work with uh, Matthew Dixon. That kind of got uh, some, uh, some news pub around here uh, with his cancer fight and uh, you raising some funds for him. Um, you know, can is there any update you can give us on kind of where the fundraising's at, if it's still going on, how we can help, or how uh, listeners out there can help? Yeah, so um, Matthew reached out to me probably six months ago. He had um, 
the cancer. So, um, yeah, I just thought I'd, I, I would try and inject and do some help. And, uh, yeah, we talked about, we talked Browns. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't yet yeah, meant to be as big as it ended up. It was right. just meant to, like, maybe get some publicity. But obviously, um, yeah. I wanted to help and do whatever I could for him, so uh, right. it just snowballed from there, really. So um, he, he's now back at work. Oh great! Um, yeah, so he, he's on the right, he's on the right path. But you know, like the radiation he had to go through and all the treatments and stuff. You know, I wouldn't want to go through that. I wouldn't want my, I wouldn't want a Steelers fan to go through that. Oh, right, so, absolutely. Um, right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, and basically. His family didn't have a lot of money, so um, yeah, I think we raised about fifteen thousand oh, US wow. dollars for him in the end. That's, that's awesome. That's so, amazing. Um, that's really cool. Yeah. yeah, I know. I saw. Yeah, it uh, sorry, yeah. no, I, it, I, I, I saw. No, it would have helped him out over them three months when he really needed it, and uh, oh yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that uh, he's now in a good place. Yeah, I saw Freddie Kitchens got involved as well. That was pretty cool. That was cool. Yeah, and um, there's a lot of things people probably don't see about the Cleveland Browns and maybe I've been lucky to have some exposure is yeah I reached out to the Browns I know some people in the Browns back office front office the terminology yeah, so is always people, different yeah. <laughs> yeah the people who work there and I said look uh, TV want to do a thing and they're like yeah sure Paul come to Bria um, we support and do what we can and and maybe two three years ago the Browns may have had a bad name that perfect parade and just yeah. you know do, do the owners really care but everything every time that I've reached out to the Cleveland Browns they've always tried to do something to help they can't I don't know give me a, a free ticket every time I come over right. or I don't know give me VIP passes right but they have always looked after me in some way and helped me out, and uh, yeah, I've always been gr- grateful for that. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, you know, a lot of people, you know, rag on the Browns because you know they haven't been good over the last like thirty years, and their performance on the field has been pretty terrible. But I mean, really, they've always been a first-class organization off the field. Um, they're always recognized for their uh, Cleveland Browns Foundation and all that uh, stuff that they do behind the scenes for the city, uh, for people less fortunate. I know when the owners came in, they uh, gave Cleveland City Schools five field turfs um, for new fields, for football fields for the city. So they're always doing things uh, of note uh, behind the scenes. So that doesn't surprise me at all that uh, you know they stepped up and helped um, you know, when you reached out to them. Yeah, and vice versa. If they ever want me to help or do anything, then, yeah, I'd be always happy to try and do what I can to support them. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, Paul, uh, before we got to let you go, uh, as the fine Cleveland Fire Department goes by my apartment, <laughs> um, I just kind of wanted They're to trying get... to... Uh, trying to uh out OBJ after today's yeah I know man. he's on fire <laughs> but hey I, I just uh, kind of wanted to get your thoughts uh, and uh, predictions for the season um, obviously the Browns have been the talk of the NFL this offseason uh, where do you where do you see them where's your, what's your season prediction um, and kind of where do you see them going this year yeah I'm going to go with 10 and 6 okay I think my, my prediction is that we're going to lose to Steelers at home but beat them away, which I'm quite excited about. Interesting. I like that. Because we, uh, we haven't beaten the Steelers away since Tim Couch was quarterback. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I think, I, think this, I think we're going to play them after the Bills and we may, it may be a bit too soon, maybe a bit fatigued, but I think when we play them the start of December in um, Pittsburgh, I think we're going to do well. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that. I love that. Um, so, do you think do you see us winning the division, going to the playoffs, all that? I think it's going to be a real um, nail biter at the end of the season, but um, I definitely see us getting to the playoffs. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I think so too. I, I I really I think it's all going to come down to health with the Browns. I I just something there's something special going on with the Browns this year and. 
and the way that the team's been put together and the culture that they're building and um, everything around them that, to me, you know, I'm knocking on wood right now that all the only thing that matters is they, especially in the preseason, is that they stay healthy. Yeah, and you've got to be uh, be honest with yourself. You've got 90 people on the roster. Yeah. And injuries happen to every NFL team. Oh, so that absolutely. Means, that means, for example, one or two of your top 10 players are going to be injured for a lot of the season. But you need the depth to make sure you're ready to cope, cope for that. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, well, Paul, um, you know, we, we don't want to uh, keep you, but um, – we appreciate you uh, linking up with us and, and coming on the show tonight. Uh, we would love to uh, meet up with you when, when you're in town uh, for the opening weekend. Uh, you said you're going to be around Friday before the game and then and then during the game. We'd love to meet you in person. Um, but, you know, uh, thanks for coming on. And, uh, you know, we look forward to, uh, to a good season for the Brownies. Excellent. So um, maybe on the Friday night when I'm in Cleveland, I'm going to guess it's around the 6th of September. Yep. Where, where are we going to meet out on a Friday night? Ooh, oh, where are we going to meet out on a Friday be, night? Where would be a good spot to go? I mean, so you, you, you've been to pretty much everywhere downtown. I mean, we could we could go out to the Flats. The Flats. Have you been to the Flats? Mate, I love going for runs around the Flats. I think it's... Okay. If I was going to live in the, in Cleveland, yeah. oh, I would yeah. want to live yep. at the bottom of... The market um, is it East Easterly Market? Oh, you're talking about West Side Market. Oh, the the West Side Market. West Side Market. That's Ohio uh, City. Yeah, we Detroit, should. Detroit East Side. We're West Side in Cleveland. Sorry, yeah. So um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Detroit is East Side. Yeah. Yeah. We should go to. Uh, we should go to Ohio City. Yeah. That's got. Yeah. Uh, in between the Ohio City and the and the city, that's where I want to live. One day. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So Ohio, Ohio City, which I'm sure you know, is uh, Great Lakes uh, Brewing. Like you told me before the, before we recorded that 73 Kolsch is your favorite Cleveland beer. Um, so you know we could stop by Great Lakes and yeah. get Kolsch. If you're a, if you're a big, if are you into beer like cra- American craft beer or? You know what? It's it's like the trendy thing that everyone's into yeah. at the moment, and all the last two or three years, I'm not really an IPA fan. I'll have oh, that's one. Fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I much you, prefer to have vodka, drink vodka, lemonade. Yeah. Oh, I get spirit. that. I tell you what, we should Over. definitely, definitely take him to Townhouse and, Town uh, or I'm sorry, Town Hall. My bad. Yeah. And uh, maybe uh, Punchbowl Social or something like that. Those yeah. are real fun uh, Cleveland bars. Yeah. So. And I'll have a Jaeger bomb. Yeah, we'll definitely do Jaeger bombs. Question <laughs> is, guys, can you two keep up? Uh, uh, maybe I not. Can. Jordan can. I'll be able I don't to know about up. me anymore. <laughs> maybe for one night. I, I might be able to keep up for one night only. And uh, Daniel, how many Jaeger bombs do you think you could do? <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, <laughs> back in back in college, I could do plenty, but I don't know about now. I'm a little older than Jordan. I so. think we're just gonna have to figure it out when he, when you. Yeah, come. I, guess, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> Stay tuned, right? Oh, excellent. Are you guys, are you going to go to a lot of games this year? or? Yeah, I plan on going to at least three or four home games this year. Um, we uh, Actually, my work, uh, the Browns are one of our clients. We do a lot of work for them with their field and everything. So, um, you know, we get we get some, some good access uh, with the team. So I'm hoping to get to a few games this year for sure. And I want to tailgate really badly. I can't wait to tailgate. Yeah, me too. Muni lot. You'll see me there. Hey, you want to know something funny real quick? Uh, Muni lot is where I park for work every day. <laughs> it's definitely not really? as, it's definitely yeah. not you as rowdy. Do 20, 20, 20, 25 bucks to park there every day? Or? No, it's actually the cheapest lot in the city. It's, the it's not lots, as rowdy so. from Monday to Friday yeah. as it is on Sunday mornings. <laughs> yep. Mate, more, more problems in Cleveland. I can hear it in the background. Yeah. But anyway, guys, <laughs> it's been an absolute pleasure, and I look forward to seeing you uh, out there uh, this year. Hey Absolutely. Paul, we appreciate it again we, and uh, we'll catch up soon. Thanks so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Go Browns. Go That's Browns. Right. All right, so uh, yeah, special uh, thanks go out to Paul Brown for uh, joining us tonight. That was great. I, was, I, I really enjoyed that interview. I think we covered a even lot of ground. Even though he's a Chelsea fan? Yeah, even though he's a Chelsea fan, I'll give him a pass because he's a nice guy and uh, he likes Cleveland. So That's right. He loves Cleveland. Um, 
you know, it, we had we didn't have that much time, but I thought we fit in a lot of stuff in that in that twenty five minutes or so. And yeah, yeah, uh, real fascinating to hear it for, hear his perspective from someone who is not super familiar with NFL American culture. Um, yeah, he was he was real fun to talk to, and I look forward to maybe hanging out with him in person this uh, September. Yeah, I'm totally serious about doing that. Yeah, uh, meeting yeah. up with him when he's he's in town for the home opener for sure. Definitely. Um, yeah, I thought it was interesting when he when he talked about um, going to his first American football game, NFL game. Yeah. Um, and uh, how weird the game was to him, and like mm-hmm. how it was long, and that struck me because he's used to games over there where. It's not four quarters; it's two halves, and no they're timeouts. forty-five minutes long, but right. they're continuous. Right, and there's no timeouts, so you basically pretty much stay within that ninety minutes yeah. as far as gameplay goes. Yeah. So, like, uh, an NFL game is four fifteen-minute quarters; it's sixty right. minutes of game time, but they usually take three and a half hours. Yeah. Uh, they soccer take a long game, time. if you add in halftime, takes two hours. Yeah. Yeah, and but the game time is longer, so there's I mean, more continuous you, you, action. Right, exactly, and even the worst of added time will be at most seven or eight minutes. Yeah. I know that's rare that it's that much. So yeah. it pretty much stays within that two and two and right. a half hour, two hour time frame. Yeah, it's it's interesting too uh, to hear when we asked him uh, where his favorite spots in Cleveland were, like you know favorite bars or or whatever. You know, he it, it basically sounds like he's. He's been to West Sixth and uh, East Fourth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it, um, that's what it sounded like. I think he had briefly been to um, the Ohio City or the Flats. Yeah, yeah, both. But yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm really looking forward to it. Hopefully, maybe we can get him out to uh, uh, Ohio City, West Twenty Fifth. Uh, maybe on that Friday night before he goes yeah. down to Columbus for the Ohio State yeah. game and then comes back up for the Browns game. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that'll that'll be cool. That'll be interesting. Uh, but it, it's great to uh, – it's always great. Like, we're the All Things Cleveland podcast, but I think it's great to get an outsider's – always get an outsider's perspective of Cleveland. Oh, 100%. And see that, how that relates to us living in Cleveland. Um, so, I, you know, he sounds like – it sounds like he really loves the city of Cleveland. Yeah. I was interested that he said uh, his work has an office in Detroit. Yeah. Uh, so he's, uh, you know, maybe that's, you know, one of the reasons why he's able to come so often um, and travel. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, it was great. Great having him on the show. We appreciate. Uh, Paul, if you're listening, appreciate you uh, coming on with us. And uh, we look forward to seeing you in a few weeks here. It's only, only about six weeks until the home opener. Yeah, it's it's and, and he'll be able to see the full fledged excitement. I don't know if he's been to a home opener yet, right? No, yeah, know, and a home opener is a whole another level. Oh, yeah, he came in one of the worst seasons the Browns ever had. <laughs> this is gonna be well. He was he went to like four games here last year. True, true. So and that was but better. still like it's even. A home I op- feel like the home home opener is always good. This is going to rival yeah. like uh, when my. Dad would talk to us yeah. about how the city was in the eighties, right? So, which is the last he, time the Browns so were like Paul, this, this good or expected you're to be this good. You're gonna experience the full Browns craziness. Yeah, I'm uh, excited. And I'm it'll excited. be fun. It's gonna be yeah. a fun time, so. for sure. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much gonna do it for us uh, this week. Do you have anything else you wanted to kind of go over? Wanted to touch um, on? I didn't really. It's been a long week, so I didn't really have time to get any previews or anything like that. I apologize, yeah. but. Oh, yeah. um, I wanted to make mention of something though that I okay. just dawned on me. So I got the new beer booklet, the uh, Cleveland oh, the Brewery passport. passport. So by the way, new passport program. So shout go out, get, go, go get, get yourself your one and check yeah, out all go, the breweries. Go get your passports. Um, but what really dawned on me told is him uh, about that. Yeah, we should have. Yeah, yeah. Well, we so can talk to him if we see. I mean, him he challenged me to see how many Jaeger bombs I could do. I should have challenged him to see <laughs> how, many how many breweries, how many breweries oh, he could hit up. I want to say one thing before I finish my thought. He mentioned the craft beer movements like three years old or something and he's thinking of it from the english perspective yeah well right. which it is relatively new in england yeah in america it's been going on for at least right. 15 years yeah. maybe longer oh yeah but Cle- um, i would say cleveland probably about the last eight to ten years yeah but we've had a, a but yeah, craft but, right. brewery since the right 80s, like great lakes been around forever. early 90s yeah but anyways i just thought that was interesting uh because i've been noticing i follow a lot of people on um twitter a lot of spurs fans and they kind of are getting hyped up of about a few craft breweries. So to them, it's a, like a newer trend. But to us, yeah. it's old news already. But yeah, I think they, um, uh, I, I think they even put some 
some stuff is, in the new stadium. The new Tottenham Stadium has it's called Beavertown Brewery or something. Yeah. Like it's its own brewery in the stadium. Yeah. So uh anyways, um so the the passports are out, the new Cleveland brewery passports. And while I was scrolling through the new one, I saw something called Funkinship. Weird name. Watch how you say that. I know, that was close. I bet I bet I bet that almost uh, had to hit the dump button <laughs> the on you. Beep. Yeah. Um so Funkinship it's called, and I was like, what in the world is this? So it's a division of platform. Okay. It's near where the platform is, like the current platform, right? Yeah. And this is a sour-specific uh, barrel room. So th- they're going to be doing sour beers only and, like, experimentation with sour. Huh. So uh, there's a brewery like this in Columbus. I didn't get to visit it, but I've heard about And I've heard about a couple in the, in the country. Yeah. But this is really cool that Platform is separating their sour stuff. I mean, you can get it at Platform some of their sours, of course, right. but they're going to be doing their own special sour production. So I don't know too much about it. I thought it was open already, so I wanted to go tonight, but I learned it's not. Yeah. And I guess it's only going to be open on the weekends and or parties. Um, the tasting room, that is. So really excited about that. I've seen some pictures online. It looks really cool. And that will be something we'll definitely preview when it comes out, Yeah. Uh, when it opens up, that is. But yeah, I just wanted to update everybody on the, the, the brewery passports and to keep an eye out for Funkinship. It's spelled P-H, by the way. So P-H-U, well, I'm not even going to try. But uh, just Google Platform Sour Facility and it'll come up. All right. Cool. Yeah, we look forward to that for sure. So, uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much going to do it for us, right? Yeah. We don't really have a, anything else. The last two episodes, counting this one, have been a little different, but it's been yeah, fun but it's to good. try it's good. something different. Yeah, it's so. good to get away from the monotonous. Uh, exactly. The monotony. <laughs> the monotony. Uh, so, yeah, we appreciate you guys listening. Uh, like we said, uh, hit us up on social media at the LOTL podcast. Uh, check out our website, lotlpodcast.com. Uh, you can listen to us as you are on SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. And uh, we appreciate you guys, and uh, we'll catch you guys next week. So for Jordan, uh, for Paul Brown over in London, I'm Dan, and uh, you've been listening to Living Off the Land, and we will catch you guys next week. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.